So let's get an understanding of this matter today. So first and foremost, gluttony is not just about overeating. In fact, gluttony is not just linked with food only. As a believer, you should understand that what you digest goes beyond just ordinary meat and drink. You know, it goes beyond just that. What you hear becomes what you are eating, what you are feeding on. What 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 the Bible says that as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, right? So you get to understand that the word of God is milk for us, is bread for us, it's meat unto us. So the word of God goes beyond um, the natural food, and yet it is still a part of what we eat. So when we speak of gluttony, in totality, we are talking of all the things we allow into our our very person. All the things we allow into our spirit. All the things we allow into our lives. So, it's, it's a matter that goes beyond you eating food and eating it too much. And, um, like I said, it has become a matter that we must answer, especially in this very commission, so that we gain maximum advantage as much as we can. So let's get into scripture and begin to understand and decode the matter. Now, this word, gluttony, is represented by uh, three, uh, two main words, right? Or three. Fagos, fago, and uh, what we see what we see in the Old Testament and that is what I want us to get into tonight thank you Jesus turn with me to Deuteronomy Deuteronomy 21 Deuteronomy chapter 21 the verse 20 Malagatili Salabrandos we find the other word so fago fagos and zalao kadamanua sibranti so let's look at one of the meaning of gluten, uh, very important, and of course, like it's always done, I want to pick it from the ones we don't see or 
the ones we don't assume or add as part of the meanings of gluten, right? So, number one, gluttony or the spirit of gluttony speaks of rebellion. It speaks of rebellion. So, a gluttony is under the spirit of gluttony or under the spirit of rebellion or under the spirit uh, under a riotous spirit it is that kind of spirit that causes a man to rebel against authority it causes a man to rebel against the principles of god and the institutions of god you know so it's a matter that goes beyond just your food that you eat but then your conduct in the house of god as well in deuteronomy verse um, chapter 21 let's start from the verse 18 because we get a, a clearer picture he said if a man has a stubborn and a rebellious son so we are looking at a stubborn or a rebellious son a gluten is one that has a stubborn spirit or has a rebellious spirit. He said, if a man has a stubborn and a rebellious son, who will not obey the voice of his father? So number two, this um, spirit of rebellion, they are not only stubborn to authority, they are also disobedient to authority. They are deaf to the voice of the Father. He said they will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother. And who, when they have chastened him, will not heed them. They don't take um, counsel. They don't take advice. They don't take correction. They are puffed up against correction. When you are correcting them, they become defensive and think that they are right and cannot be corrected. Verse 19. Then his father and his mother shall take hold of him. So, what are the consequences of a rebellious spirit under the spirit of gluten? That his father and his mother shall take hold of him and bring him out to the elders of his city. So he shall be referred to the elders. Such a person must be referred to the elder. To the gate of his city. In other words, he is taken out from the midst of the city and brought to the gates. Now remember that the gates is the same seat of defense of external forces defense against external forces takes place in the gate so remember that right here and now we begin to realize that what is operational in this sun or in this entity an individual is considered a strange and a riotous spirit that must be taken care of in the gates verse 20 he says that and they shall say 
to the elders of the city. This son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. Semicolon. They are trying to explain what they have said. He is a gluton and a drunkard. So what is making him rebellious? He is a gluton and a drunkard. Verse 21, he said, Then all the men of his city shall stone him to death. So one of the consequences is death. Castigation. You shall be sent out. You shall end up in the outer darkness. Rebellious sons end up in the outer darkness. That is why it's important that we break every spirit of gluttony at its root just when it begins. That this son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a gluten and a drunkard. Verse 21. Then all the men of his city shall stone him to death with stones. Remember that the kingdom is built with lively stones. So in other words, he shall not find place amongst his own. He shall be spewed out. The Bible says, Jesus says that he that is lukewarm will I spew out of my mouth. I will spew him out of my mouth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He said, so you shall put away the evil from among you. So right away, you are considered as part of that evil. He says, turn him to death. So you shall put away the evil from among you and all Israel shall hear and fear. So, one that becomes a victim of the spirit of gluttony in the sight of rebellion is terminated, put outside of the house, put outside of the kingdom, put outside of the light, into the outer darkness, so that he becomes, um, what's it, an escape route, a deterrence a deterrence to the people. And this was not part of the ordinances that Jesus took away. Because even Jesus was uh, attacked on this matter. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. He said, my son is rebellious. 
my son is rebellious. So let's look at the root word, the root word over there, Zalal. Zalal means a wetless son. So the spirit of beauty makes out of a son a wetless son. That is what we are looking at as a rebellious son or a prodigal son. The spirit of gluttony takes out wealth out of you. It doesn't just make you rebellious. It makes you a worthless son. It make, and, and, and this also categorizes them under children. It makes a babe out of you. It makes a child out of you. Oh, rabadabadabaya. The spirit of glittery makes out of a man worthless. And that man begins to act as a child, tossed about by the wind. Such a person is shaking. So, a gluton is a wetless son. A gluton is a child. So if you are not growing, you are a gluton. You are easily tossed about by every wind of doctrine. You are shaky and you easily flow with everything and anything. In Ephesians chapter 4, the verse 14, the Bible says, Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the winds and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and, cunning and, the, and by the cunning craftiness of people in their deceitful skin. So as a gluten, you are easily tossed about and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and cunning craftiness of people. They are deceitful skin. You are a victim to every nonsense. So a gluten lacks judgment. A gluten lacks discernment. They are unable to judge matters. They are unable to weigh issues. They are unable to tell the truth from the truth. You see, that's what Adam suffered. What made Adam fall was that the spirit of gluten took a hold of him. He knew what the Lord had said they should not take in, but he took it in. He was not supposed to engage in conversation with Satan. He engaged in conversation. Went ahead and took what he was not supposed to take. Turn with me to Proverbs chapter 23, the verse 21. Verse 23, the verse 21. For the drunkard and the gluten will come to poverty. So one other consequence of um, being under the rulership of gluttony is that it makes you poor, spiritually poor, physically poor, financially poor, psychologically poor. You have no richness of judgment. You have no richness, richness of discernment. Your spirit is not rich enough to judge issues. And because it finally 
You see, the final stage is when it begins to manifest physically. When you are eating anyhow, you can't even fast. It, it is gradually drawing you close to physical poverty. The spirit of gluttony can make an impulse buy. It impoverishes you. It causes you to lose fixed sight. It affects, it affects your sight. So you cannot see well on matters because you're already being tossed to and fro. The Bible said, for the drunkard and the gluttony will come to poverty and drowsiness, drowsiness will clothe a man with rags. And how do we know this is linked to being able to hear the Father? In the afternoon, we pray concerning hearing the Father. The Bible says that be swift to hear. James 1.9 James 1.9 Be swift to hear. So, the Next verse after the Proverbs chapter 23, verse 21, verse 22 says that listen to your father who begot you. You see, Deuteronomy 21, when a child is not listening to the father, not listening to authority, not listening to the spirit, that person has come under the siege and the, the control of the spirit of gluttony. I break every hold of gluttony over you in the name of Jesus. And you see, the matter is that. It starts gradually. You begin to get to that place. Oh, this is no matter. You see, let me tell you something. You see, there is what the scripture speaks against and there is what the scripture doesn't speak against. However, that the scripture doesn't speak against doesn't mean it is okay for you. The spirit of gluttony first makes a common man out of the child of God. It brings you into commonness. Do you know what commonness is? Commonness is what is in opposition to holiness. Sin is in opposition to righteousness. Commonness is in opposition to holiness. Ayakadaba. What made Enoch so special was because he was uncommon. So uncommon. I was on a search this week trying to find out what made Enoch so special. And I realized that he was able to touch the heel of the Lord. He was so separated, so separated, so separated. He would engage in any conversation that is not kingdom. He would not be found amongst the ungodly. Right now, if I decide to throw away my phone, sell my TV, Sell this laptop. Every device that connects me to the outside world. That alone, hmm? that singular act, 
is making me holier. There is practical holiness. There is positional holiness. And there is ceremonial holiness. Positional holiness is what we enjoy. We are holy because the Lord is holy. We are holy through Jesus. By where we have been positioned, we have been set apart. Practical holiness is that we continually make an effort to set ourselves apart. That as for me, these kind of actions I will not be found. This kind of speech I will not be found. I will not be engaged in whatever would take my mind off the cross, would take my mind off the gospel, would take my mind off the kingdom. This is where the spirit of gluttony starts. Then gradually you become open to everything. Anything goes. You become open to everything. You cannot say no. May the Lord help us. Quickly before we get into prayer. So here we realize that the spirit of gluttony makes a, a rebellious child, a worthless child, a prodigal child, a baby in the spirit, tossed about by everyone, shaky. You easily flow with everything. Number, whatever. I've no number, so continue number because I'm flowing. Eat. Such a person eats everything, everywhere, anywhere. Ah, a Buddhist is selling you eat. Oh. Wherever they are selling food, you eat. You see, they may not be unbelievers. But they are not holy enough to make food for you to eat. When you want to buy things outside, judge with your heart. Judge. Go there with your spirit. Weigh them before you buy. Don't just buy anything anywhere. Don't just buy any clothes anywhere. As a man journeys up the ladder of practical holiness, if you don't take care, you will not buy food outside anymore. You may not even buy water outside anymore. Because the, the, the consciousness is on concentration and being set apart holy. You see, the things that were holy and for special use in the house of God could not be touched by any man. Not just anyone touches it. Even the scribes, the Essenes, the Pharisees, not just anybody could touch them. And so they had to be performing ceremonial cleansing for ceremonial holiness. New Testament, New Testament, quickly, Matthew chapter 11, the verse 19. Matthew 11, the verse 19. The Son of Man came eating and drinking. They were expecting Jesus to be fasting all the time. They were expecting him to stay off the sins. He said, The Son of Man came eating and drinking. And they say, Look, a blue corn and a wine bite. A friend of tax collectors. 
and sinners. So a gluten becomes a wine bar. May the Lord deliver you. May the Lord deliver from any subtlety of the spirit of Gluton. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, la daba daba. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Son of Man came eating and drinking. And they say he's a gluten and a drunkard. When we speak of a drunkard, we are speaking of one that goes after wine outside the kingdom. The Bible said, Do not be drunk with wine wherein is essence, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. Do not be drunk with wine. Wherein is essence. But be filled with the Holy Ghost. So when he says a gluten and a drunkard, we are talking about somebody that goes after the pleasures of the world. Because the wine of the spirit is being, you see, there are three dimensions of the will of God. The telios, telios, the talema, and the bolomai. Some subjects are necessary topics to touch on when you are talking about certain things. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 7. Because as part of the will of God, there is where we are supposed to live for his pleasure. The Bible says in the book of Romans, we are called according to his good pleasure. According to his good pleasure. So, there are times that There are times that we, 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 we are to come to that place of meeting the pleasure of God. It is called the wine of God. 
we are called according to the pleasure of his good God, his purpose. So he said, do not be drunk with wine wherein he says, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. So a drunkard is one that goes after wine outside the Holy Ghost. They reject the spirit. They reject the pleasures of the Lord. They reject the will of the Lord. Because coming after the Spirit of God is coming after the wine of the Spirit. And coming after the wine of the Spirit is coming after the pleasures of the Spirit. And we are looking at the pleasures of God. So a man that desecrates the pleasure of God is a glutton. And that's what they thought Jesus was. But you see, every glutton functions without this God. So they said, the son of man came eating and drinking. And they say, look, a gluten and a wine biber or a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors. So a gluten welcomes just anybody. Sinners, they are all around. They are all around. They forget about the scripture in uh, uh, the first psalm. You recall it? Psalm 1 verse 1. It speaks of the blessedness of that one who doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the Lord of Yahweh and in this law he meditates day and night. In other words, he has planted his pleasure in the law of the Lord. Remember, it is not the law, but the law of the Lord. But I don't come and tell me the law is bad. But look at something. He said, friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is justified by her children. Wisdom is justified by her children. So we see wisdom play out. Therefore, it cannot make sense that he's really a gluten. Because glutons are fools. Luke chapter 7 verse 34 says the same thing. He said, the Son of Man has come, eating and drinking, and you say, Look, a gluten and a wine viper, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, but wisdom is justified by all her children. Wisdom is justified by all her children. In other words, he has produced, and the children are walking in wisdom. For Christ is made unto us wisdom. Christ, the wisdom and the power of God. Let me just put a stop here. We want to lift up prayer. We are praying in the name of the Lord Jesus.